This podcast episode is brought to you by the Outcomes Rocket Network, where you get your healthcare insights from the most inspiring healthcare podcasters. back to the Outcomes Rocket Pharma Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Wildner-Higney, and today I have the distinct pleasure of hosting Satish Srinivasan. He's the founder and CEO of Directs, the first digital pharmacy corporation with a direct-from-manufacturer sourcing model and national coverage across the U.S. He previously spent 25-plus years in building and managing multiple U.S. generic pharmaceutical firms and businesses in leadership positions. Most notable positions included his tenure as the president and COO of Rising Pharmaceuticals until its M&A transaction in 2016, and as president and CEO of Orchid Pharma until the acquisition of his portfolio by Hospira in 2010. Founding Directs in August 2020 with a disruptive model that reduces the intermediary layers between manufacturers and consumers and brings down costs of prescriptions generics to as low as $3 per month with no insurance required. Direx recently pioneered the country's first annual savings plan that enables Americans to access over a thousand prescription generics for fixed annual prepayments equivalent to as low as $10 per month. Wow, that's a great price. Satish has a MS in pharmacy administration from the University of Illinois at Chicago and a bachelor's in pharma degree from the University of Mumbai. Welcome, Satish, to the show. It's my pleasure, Kyle. Thank you for having me on the show. So maybe to kick it off, I'd love to hear about what inspires your work in healthcare. Um, sure. Uh, See, so I've spent over 25 years in generic pharmaceuticals. So that's one angle of healthcare, the actual products that people consume, uh, prescription products. And I've been noticing over a period of time that, you know, generics by definition are supposed to be inexpensive and save a lot of money to the system. And while they still do, you know, related to brands and specialty products, um, you know, I could still see a big difference between what they actually cost and what is being charged to the system. Uh, the system is ridden with a lot of reimbursement-based models and a lot of middlemen, and it has somehow removed the connectivity between real cost and what's being charged. Um, since many Americans are inadequately insured, uh, they are struggling to even afford their day-to-day -day prescription medications and take care of their health. And I said, someone's got to do something about it. Now, why not me? Because I understand the real costs of these products. And, you know, yeah. let's use technology and try to connect the dots in a different way. Wow. So really, you know, from your perspective, understanding that there's a there's a significant margin in the system from kind of non-value-added services, and you wanted to go in and really make it more affordable and accessible for all. You got it. Absolutely. And and kind of what was the kind of driving force? How did you kind of um, start your career and really come into this position where you could glean this insight into the pharma value chain? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I am a pharmacist by educational qualification. I have both a bachelor's and a master's degree. Um, and so I never got licensed to practice, but I've always been on the industry side of pharmaceuticals. 
Um, and, you know, I, I, I mean, what you said is, is the real fact that uh, the system adds more cost than the cost of the product itself. And so I said, you know, what can we do about it? Um, and, you know, today with technology and everybody operating with smartphones and tablets, there is a way to gain access to that same consumer through technology, uh, because a lot of the middlemen in the chain, they control access to the patient. Yeah. So I said, if we can gain that access through technology, that could perhaps change the game. That's amazing. So tell me more about what Direx is doing and how it's different from other companies out there. Sure. So uh, again, a little bit about you know what I've done for the last 25 years in the generic pharma industry. I've built at least uh, two reasonable sized multi-hundred million dollar U.S. generic businesses. And I could have kept doing the same. Each of those companies, we grew it to a certain stage and then there were M&A events and that's when I moved on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have done, I mean, I was getting job offers to be CEO of other generic companies, but I said, the problem is the same every quarter um, the generic companies are getting crushed by the drug wholesalers on, on pricing. Uh, and it's always about how do you make the economics work? Um, why don't I go to the other side and make an impact there where people have locked in a lot of value and they're not letting it get through to people? Uh, so that's how I, I got into this. Um, so that was kind of the, the genesis of Direx. It's been keeping up, giving me up at night for the last, I would say, three, four years saying, there's got to be a better way, a better mousetrap. Um, and so finally, I quit my job in my third generic company and said, okay, you know, this is just same old, same old. I want to do something yep. that really adds value. Um, so this was right at the start of the pandemic, a uh, big risk to take. But yep. I, you know, started the company at, uh, during the pandemic. I hired my leadership team during the pandemic. We raised funds during the pandemic. Many of us hadn't even met in the same room for eight or nine months since we started working together, but we had already brought together a fantastic product. Uh, to your question, how are we different from others in this area? Um, you know, 10, 15 years ago, um, generic companies used to sell to the big three wholesalers and then the smaller wholesalers and many retail chains. But all of that has transformed. Today, the big three wholesalers they have created these large consortiums. And so three consortiums control over 94% of all generic purchasing in the country. So imagine that you have a few hundred generic suppliers and only three customers. So they kind of have a very strong handle on squeezing the cost low, but they turn around and they get paid based on reimbursement. So that's where the disconnect between reimbursement rates and the real cost of the product, that's a huge bridge to cross. And uh, so most pharmacies today, I would say 95% of the pharmacies, whether they are the large chains or the small ones, they all purchase through the drug wholesalers. So they already get it at a certain marked up price. Um, So we were the first to say, we're gonna go directly to the source, go to the manufacturer and realize that's the industry I come from. So that's my Rolodex. We have some very strong connections. And then when I explained to the companies that, hey, do you realize many more Americans could afford your products um, if they were not really supercharged through the system. And, you know, we could get more consumption and better health outcomes for more Americans. And so we got immense support and we launched with a thousand of the most consumed generic SKUs in the country. Wow. Uh, and now we're growing every month we're adding, we are a little over 1,400 SKUs um, and growing. So that's a big difference to answer your question. We directly buy from the source and we yeah. have one layer that processes it and fulfills and ships it out to the consumers. 
we avoid the big three drug wholesalers, we avoid the PBMs who are administering all the insurance programs. Because if many people, I mean, over 41% of Americans are either uninsured or underinsured. So for them, insurance doesn't work. So why not give them a simple cash-based program? So that was kind of the genesis. And so any person can go online to directs.com and and purchase the medications, or do you need to qualify? Do you need special insurance? No, no insurance. We don't accept insurance. It's directshealth.com, by the way. Um, And anybody can go all prices for all the 1,400 plus products are there transparently. You can decide 30 days, 90 days. We even have annual programs now. It's called the annual savings plan. You can prepay for a plan. You know, there's a set of 500 products or a set of 1,000 products. You prepay one price, unlimited prescriptions and refills. So that's a new thing in the country. Nobody has done that before. All of these, you just prepay every 90 days we ship to you. All we need, though, is, is, a, is a legitimate prescription from your prescriber. As long yeah. as that's there, we don't need any insurance, no prior authorizations, nothing. Keep it simple. Such, such a cool business. I mean, anytime you hear three consortiums control 94% of anything but of generics purchases, you know that there is some added cost in there and some you know, monopolistic pricing tendencies that are happening uh, in the system. And so you know, hats off for identifying this and, and really kind of going after it. It's such a cool business. Thank I'd you. love to hear maybe a, a little bit about you know, the patient impact. Here at Outcomes Rocker, we really focus on, you know, how do we improve healthcare uh, for the patients? You know, do you have any stories or kind of impact of how you're improving the outcomes uh, of individuals who are on the drugs? Well, yeah, we have several. I mean, we are a very young company. We've been live uh, in the country just for about 10 months, uh, but we already have tens of thousands of uh, people who have registered, expressing interest in the model. And uh, we've had, you know, again, tens of thousands of prescriptions that we received and processed and shipped um, throughout the country. We are licensed in 49 states plus Washington, D.C. There's only one state remaining. We expect to get that soon, the licensing. So we are nationally licensed. Uh, Many, many stories. So our lowest prices on our website start at $3 a month for some of the common generics, like for cholesterol and hypertension and things like that. Uh, that's, of course, based on a 90-day shipment. So when I say yeah. $3 a month, it's like $9 for a 90-day supply. We do not have any hidden fees, no pharmacy fees, no shipping fees, like some of the other names you might hear out there. Yeah. Uh, what you see is what you pay, and you get it all delivered at home. It's premium packaging, premium digital experience. Uh, people are loving it. So first off, a higher-level customer feedback. Uh, we have, uh, you know, Trustpilot is the online rating system yep. and we are all, already over a thousand reviews and we are at the highest bracket of excellent rating. We have a 4.7 out of five star rating. So that's, I wow. mean, broad customer wow. feedback. The industry average for digital pharmacy is more around 3.5 to 3.6 stars. So we're doing better. Um, the second thing is, yes, we are, if you look at the individual comments and feedback we get on the site, again, some of them are very gratifying. Uh, people have been scared of healthcare in this country, right? They are, first of all, they're sick. They're like, oh my God, yeah. what do I do? Second is a bigger fear than even whatever health problem they may have is, is this going to burn my pocket? Is this going to be so expensive and bring it down? That's a huge concern. It need not be yeah. the case. So we see a lot of comments on our you know, rating sites and the feedback saying, wow, you guys not only made it very affordable, you made it such a smooth process and you're helping me and my family save a lot of money. Many instances where people are comparing, I used to 
pay you know three times the amount at XYZ pharmacy or whatever big PBM based system. So mm-hmm. we we look at all of that. The other thing is while our lowest prices started you know three to five dollars a month, we see that we are actually helping a lot of Americans save money even for uh, more expensive generics. When you say generics, sure. yeah, they're cheaper than brands, but you have thousands of generics. So yeah. we do have you know two hundred, four hundred, eight hundred dollar products. Um, and we see uh, orders coming in for those. And sometimes I wonder who would pay 800 bucks for one bottle of a 30-day supply of a generic product. Sure. And when we do the research, we find that for those uninsured patients, uh, that product from any other source would have cost them over $1,000. So we're still saving money for them at many, many pricing levels. We're very happy with that. Wow. And uh, that. yeah, we've also reached out to a few of the uh, disease or therapy specific uh, foundations. So we have publicly announced uh, partnerships with the Hepatitis B Foundation and the TSC Alliance and all that. So these are rare diseases, but the even the generic products there can be very expensive. Yeah. And um, so there we, we give them specific uh, affiliate codes that their members can use and save a lot of money. Very cool. So is that what is next for Direct's Health? Is it, I mean, you guys are on this rocket ship, right? You started in the pandemic three years ago, probably just met your leadership team within the last six to nine months. Um, where do you guys go from here? Yeah, so we do want to have, uh, you know, big size or outsized national impact, um, which is why we need the word to be spread. I mean, you know, there are many companies out there, even in the space, started by billionaires. So yeah. When they tweet, the whole world listens. We don't have that advantage. We have to spend our way, and you know, digital marketing is extremely expensive, yep. uh, and getting even more so. With the more decibel around you, you know, you got to pay more to be heard. So, for us, it's through the media, the press, you know, podcasts like this, where we'd like to spread the word. We want people to try. Once people try, they love us. So I can tell you another little fact. Uh, for the thousands of patients who have signed up and started using our service in the last 10 months, um, 70% of them have signed up for the recurring program, their auto refills. Oh, wow. Um, So that's a pretty significant retaining retention of customers. uh, And that's good for us because that's, you know, good assured future revenue. Fantastic. And so maybe maybe we can scale out a little bit now because I'd love your thoughts and your perspective on what we're seeing in the industry right now. I mean, just just generally, what are some of the key trends or themes that are um, you know, playing out that you're most interested in? Uh, interesting question. So one, of course, is, uh, you know, healthcare has always been this complex maze. There's a lot of smokes and smoke and mirror games. So, you know, you, you've seen how, you know, the tech industry has been disrupted by many, many companies over the last, you know, couple of decades and so many other fields. Sure. But nobody really got into healthcare because they couldn't understand it. It's like, what? Something costs something else. And, you know, it goes through a whole reimbursement and everybody's lost. But I would say it's the most recent three to five years that people have started stepping into healthcare and seeing how can we use technology to disrupt, eliminate, you know, the, the gaps between the end user and the care provider and so on. So I think that's very exciting. I'm a keen follower of everything in digital health. Uh, We, of course, address one aspect, which is the prescription medication access. But there's so much of wonderful things going on, especially with, you know, telehealth and with COVID coming in, you know, that again, gave it good growth. People were scared to step into a facility where other sick people might come. 
And then they realize that it saves money. I mean, it saves time, saves money, all of that. Um, and now there are devices where a doctor sitting at the other end of the screen can still feel your heartbeat and everything yeah. through little devices, a lot of remote uh, monitoring coming in. So the technology aspect of it excites me. Um, the other aspect that I keep a keen watch on is what's, uh, for example, in a new legislations, what's kind of happening on the government side. Yeah. Um, there, there, I still think there's a long way to go. Nobody really understands uh, the relationship between what the system's being charged and what the cost is. It's complete separation of that. So they think they did a good job. I mean, even now, the recent bill that has been passed you know, through both the houses uh, ultimately ended up being a little bit of saving for Medicare, but the rest of the uh, population has not been covered. I mean, you know, yeah. every side has their lobbyists, and finally what comes out is different. Anyway, uh, we welcome all steps to try to improve, you know, pricing, access, affordability, and transparency. But I think it has a long way to go because uh, even government, I mean, I, I, I recall, you know, a couple of state government conversations. They are focused on what is a rebate they get out of everything. Right. But I say, if someone's going to charge you $500 for a $100 item and give you a $250 rebate, you're like, wow, I'm earning $250 on every transaction. But you shouldn't be paying the other $250 in the first place. I mean, you could have got it for $150 or $200. Yep, so, exactly. You know, people find that difficult to connect to. So that's something that needs a lot of work. Uh, it has to be companies like these in various parts of healthcare that have to turn the focus to what's the real cost of what we're paying for? And does this make sense? Yeah. I think it's a slow evolution. I'm trying to do my bit towards that. I love that. And uh, similar to you, I'm optimistic in technology, kind of flattening the value chain and really providing more transparency to the end user. Um, you know, maybe before kind of setting the last question, but would love to just hear about some of the biggest setbacks that you've experienced when starting this great company and, and what were some of those challenges and also key learnings associated with that? Sure. I mean, a lot of learnings, right? Uh, when you start off as an entrepreneur and the strategy is in your mind, you know, it's, yeah. it's all, you know, blue sky thinking. But when you actually get around doing it, I mean, first off, how do you cut through the existing system? How do you educate people? And so, uh, definitely getting the word out has been uh, something that's very expensive. So that then yeah. ties into you need a lot of funding because to get the word out and get more people to try it. And once they try it, we are very confident they love it and they see the value. Yeah. So I think that's one area of challenge. So for me as a CEO and a founder, constant fundraising has kind of become, you know, uh, second nature now. And, Every day I'm in probably like eight meetings on business topics. And then there's like six meetings and meeting investors, you know, whether there's individuals or larger groups. Um, and that's that's always kind of a, a hope to cross because everybody wants you to show the proof of concept and achieve, you know, very, very uh, large revenues very quickly. Sure. It takes time. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah. in healthcare too. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe before we conclude, uh, if you could share one closing thought and where listeners can get in touch with you. Sure. I'm very active online. Best place, I would say, is LinkedIn. Numerous posts every day, and I respond. People always know I'm very prompt, uh, and I work long hours. So <laughs> all parts of the day and night, they get responses. So LinkedIn, you know, Satish Srinivasan, um, people can look me up. I do tweet. I am on Facebook, but I think LinkedIn is the best way. 
And at any point, you know, go to our website and uh, directshealth.com and all of us are first name dot last name at directshealth.com. So I can be reached. I'm known for my promptness, no matter whether it's a small, uh, you know, inquiry or a large one, but, you know, people will always hear back. I'm pretty hands-on and I love to chat with people and see how we can keep making, you know, better decisions, better offerings and innovate. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining the show today. It was an absolute pleasure having you on and have a wonderful day. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, I enjoyed it as well. Thank you for taking the time to learn about me and how it got me into directs and what's happening and where we're going from here. Uh, and let's stay in touch. I would love to, you know, uh, speak every once in a while and see how things go. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by the Outcomes Rocket Network. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you leave us a rating and review, subscribe, and let us know what you're looking for.